I think I'm going to be brief this morning. But there is a word from, from the Lord. Eh? I don't ever like to talk about being brief because when I talk about being brief, it seems like I'm longer than I ever am. <laughs> but, but the message that is given is, is a very simple message. <laughs> there is a word. I, I want to call your attention this morning to... And I want you to bear in mind what we're doing and where we are with the children of Israel and how they are in time out because they have disobeyed God because they, they would not listen to him. And you remember now we have come to the point where they are on lockdown. God, the Bible tells us, the Bible tells us that they're in Babylon because God sent them into captivity. God is doing that in order to turn them around. So I want you to listen, and, and, and so we stay with the same lesson. It's not a new lesson. You've heard it before. But now you're going to hear it in the context of where we're going now in rebuilding the wall. I want to call your attention to Lamentation. Book of Lamentation. That's Jeremiah still trying to get the message out. Still talking. Lamentation. Chapter 3. Jeremiah chapter 3, beginning with verse 20, 21. I want you to stick your finger right there and go with me to Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43 and 19. Stick your finger in there. Lamentations 3, beginning with verse 21. These are the words you'll find. This I recall in my mind. Therefore, I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Because... His compassions fail not. Get this line right here. They are new. Every morning, great is thy faithfulness. They are new. Every morning, great is thy faithfulness. I gave you two or three verses, but let's just go jump right to verse 19. Isaiah 43 says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Behold, I will do a new thing. They are new every morning. I, I want a strange subject, strange subject, but just stay with me, stay with me. I, I, I want to talk about good morning. 
Good, good morning. I believe that one of the most abused and misused phrases in the English language is good morning. And I believe it's misused and abused. Not, not, not because we do it intentionally, but because we've come to the point where we take it for granted. Somebody walks up to you and says, good morning. And without even thinking about it, what do you say? Good morning. The truth of the matter is, if we really weighed that thing out, if we really weighed out what that term means, it really wouldn't just be good morning. You find yourself raising your voice and sometimes lifting your hands every time you think about how good morning is. You see, my brothers and sisters, the fact of the matter is that good morning means that last night didn't kill you. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? Good morning means that all of the hell I went through yesterday, the stuff that I thought was going to take me out of here, that kept me up crying all night long, yet I can hear somebody this morning saying good morning. Are y'all hearing me? You don't know how good it is until you can appreciate how dark the night was. I wonder if I got a witness in the house. It's, yeah, yeah, if you have been through enough nights, if you've cried enough nights, if you've carried your burdens enough nights, are y'all hearing me? It's in those times that you really come to realize that the word is true, that weeping may endure for a night. Somebody shouted out, but joy. Y'all ain't hearing me. Joy comes in the morning. Good morning. It means that whatever the devil tried yesterday, whatever the, the devil had in mind last night, it did not work. Why? Because he woke me up this morning. Started me. Oh, y'all, I'm trying to get you. I'm trying to get you to a point where you can shout. Yeah, yeah. You can shout when somebody comes to you saying good morning. You ought to be blessing the Lord. That means you made it. Here we are. Jeremiah writing some, Isaiah writing some. They're writing and their writings actually point to these people that we've been talking about. These people who now find themselves enslaved because they have disobeyed God. 
if you read this story, you read it, you read it, if you look at, 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 at chapter 43 of Isaiah, chapter 43 of Isaiah and verse 14, it says, thus saith the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, look at this next line, for your sake, for your sake, I have sent to Babylon. Yes, you're in slavery. Yes, you're having a hard time, but you know why I put you there? I put you there for your sake. Are you hearing me? You were going off the deep end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were turning away from me and turning to other gods. I had to do something. I had to do something to get your attention. That's why you're in slavery. It ain't God's fault. That's why you're going through. You're not going through. It's not God's fault. It's, it's because God places you where you are to try to save you. These people have been put in captivity, we, we, we've studied that. We have, we've been we've studied that. Last week, last week we talked about we talked about how they are there in captivity, and we talk about how last week they were responding to that captivity. The Bible says last week that they sat around the rivers of Babylon and they were crying. There we sat down, yea, we wept when. We remembered Zion. When they got in this strange place, in slavery, when they got in this strange land, they sat around and they cried when they remembered what they used to have. But this week, this week, they have turned from crying to coping. Y'all hearing this? They're still in slavery, still enslaved, but Isaiah points another thing out. They, they have turned from crying. They're no longer crying. Now they are trying to cope with where they are. My brothers and sisters, my brothers and sisters, it's, it's sad. It's sad to be enslaved, number one. But it's really sad when you come to a point where slavery don't bother you no more. Are y'all hearing this? It's sad to be in slavery, but it's really sad to get to the point where you've been there so long that now you just sort of learn how to live with it. It's amazing how, I don't know if it was B.B. King, some of those fellows used to sing songs, say, I've been down so long. Till down don't bother me no more. <laughs> Who was that, Deacon Bailey? You about old enough to remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Been down so long <laughs> that down just don't bother me. And here is where they are. Get the mind now. These people are in slavery. These people are in captivity. And they have come, finally come to a point where it really ain't about, they ain't even crying no more. They're sort of learning how to cope with it. Are y'all hearing me? Brothers and sisters, whenever you're in a, in, in, in a down spot, whenever you're in, in, in a place that has you on lockdown, the worst thing you can do is just get, 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 get used to it. You ought to always be found trying to get out of trouble. Don't ever get to the point where you, you just sort of coexist with something that's going wrong in your life. 
So they began, and what they learned to do is they learned how to cope with it. We're here. We're enslaved. We're away from our homeland. So according to what Isaiah is saying to us, they had come to a point where they just learned to cope with being enslaved. The tool that they used, the tool that they used for coping was recollection. You read this when you get home. The tool that they used for coping with this terrible situation was recollection. What they would do, now they've been in slavery now. You remember they were there for 70 years, but now they have been there for so long that they ain't crying about it no more. Now what they do is they sit around remembering how good God used to be. That's where they cope with it. You read this thing, you read this thing. The way they cope with it was they sit around and now, remind you, they're still in slavery, but they would just recall all of the stories that their grandmama and their grandpas talked about. And they made themselves feel better about being enslaved by talking about how God used, how good God used to be to their grandparents. And their, they talked about how God brought them out of Egypt. That was one of their favorite stories. See, they, they made themselves feel, feel better today by talking about the good old days. That's what they did. They, they're making themselves feel better about a bad situation. By, by the, well, let, let's just talk about the, let's, re, let's reflect on the good times. So they began to talk about the good old days. They talked about how God brought them. How he brought their foreparents out of Egypt. How they loved to tell the story about how God dried up the Red Sea. These are folk in slavery talking about how good things used to be. Are y'all hearing me? They sit around, make each other feel better about being in slavery, about talking about how God brought them out and how Pharaoh's whole army got killed. They were making themselves feel better. In a bit, they're still in slavery, but they feel a little better about it because now they're just thinking about how good God used to be. Are y'all hearing me? The way they coped with their pain, the way they cope with their agony was to recall the goodness of God and how good God had been. But the problem is this. The problem is all of their thinking was in past tense. Are y'all hearing me? Rather than finding joy in God presence in his present goodness rather than finding good and finding yeah, your joy in what God is doing right now they could only find joy in what God used to do only find joy y'all hearing me they, they were the crowd back then I imagine they are that same crowd that's in America right now they want to make America great again Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, they, they, they wanted to make Jerusalem great again. Let me just throw this in. I, I don't know about anybody else, but America really ain't ever been all that to none of us. I'm still waiting on America to be great the first time. Are y'all hearing me? I, yeah, I don't go into that. Yeah, let, me, anyway, let me get off. Let me, let, me get back, back to, let me get back to my notes. Here, here they are. 
rather than finding joy in the fact that God is watching over us right now, they have to find their joy in what God used to do. Are y'all hearing me? So that's when. That, so that's why when we come, when we come to, 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 to the book, we come to Isaiah. Isaiah says, and he's telling them, and and, and, and this is what this is the message to them. Look at verse 18 in, in Isaiah. He says, remember not these former things. Is that in your book? Remember ye not these former things, neither consider the things of old. Isn't that strange? This is God talking. God is saying to these folk, these folk who are trying to make themselves feel better in slavery, he says, Remember not. Y'all hear me? It sounds like, it really sounds like even God got tired of hearing it. Sitting around talking about how good God used to be and what God used to do. It's almost like God says, shut it down. Remember not these former things, nor consider the things of old. I know what's on your mind right now. You're wondering why in the world would God tell somebody to forget how good he been? Why would God do that? Why would God? Why? It seemed to me like God wants us. Well, read it close. He didn't say forget it. He says remember not. Y'all hear me? He says remember. There's a difference between remember not and forget. Forgetting is something you ain't got no control over. If you don't believe me, keep living. <laughs> Y'all hear me? If you live long enough, live long enough, your steps get short enough, lose enough hair, <laughs> hair start turning white, you're going to forget some stuff. Can't help that. Can't, can't help that. Yeah, anybody in here except me ever walked into a room and stood in the middle of the floor? I know I'm the only one. Just walk in the room and just stand there. <laughs> you know what you're trying to do? You're trying to figure out what, what, what I come in. <laughs> oh, just keep living, keep living. He, 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 he didn't say forget it. You ain't got no control over that. If you live long enough, you will forget. But he says what I want you to do. He says remember not. That's the difference. You got control over that. See, we can remember what we want to remember. <laughs> Y'all hear me? Oh, yeah. We, we remember what we want. And there's something we don't want to remember. You know what we'll do? <laughs> we won't remember it. Y'all hear me? Somebody, somebody right now owes somebody some money, but you don't remember. You don't remember it. You don't remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, said, he didn't say forget it. He didn't say forget it. He said, remember not. I can't speak for nobody but Richard. I'm glad that he didn't say forget it. I, I, I think I might be in violation if he told me forget how good he'd been. I wonder if I got anybody else in here. God has been so good to me that there is no way I can never forget. I can never forget 
what the Lord has done for me. I can never forget. Are y'all hearing me? But he's not saying forget it. He's brought me too far for me to get it. He says, remember not. Here's where I want to get to. Why? Why? He says, the reason I, I, I don't want you to remember, I, I, I want you to get away from that. He said, you seen that talking about what I used to be? He says, the reason why I, I need to pry that out of your hand. The reason why I need to move you away from talking about and carrying on about what I used to do, look at verse 19, is because I'm getting ready to do a new thing. Is that in your book? It's right there in the book. It's right there in the book. You ain't got to talk about what I used to be. I'm still God. Are y'all hearing me? You ain't got to keep on carrying them on about what I did for your grandmama and your granddaddy. Guess what? I'm still on the throne. And just like I did it for them. I wonder if I got one witness in the house. Just like he did it for them, he'll do the same. Are y'all hearing me? He'll do the same thing. He'll do the same thing for me. God stops them. And here is the point where they are beginning to see that they're not going to be in captivity always. I believe, my brothers and my sisters, that it is, it is at this point that God begins to speak to them and let them know that I, I, trouble don't last always. Are y'all hearing me? I, I believe that now his message now is changing and now he's letting them to know that everything that I ever promised you, y'all ain't hearing me. You tried to mess it up. You ain't done nothing I said. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, you've you, you gone that way when I said go that way. You've gone that way when I said go that way. You tried to mess it up, but I'm here to tell you that it ain't over yet. He says, I, I want you to know that just like I was with your parents and with your grandparents, I want you to know that I'm still God. Are y'all hearing me? So the message, the message, the message that that, 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 that Isaiah is sending forth from God is, uh, yeah, don't get stuck on what God has already done. Anybody, anybody here got a testimony that says God has been good to you? Is there anybody in the house that can testify today that God has been good? He's opened doors that no man could shut. Are y'all hearing me? He, he shut doors that no man could open. God has been good to me. But the message that I want to get over today is that God is still on the throne. Are y'all hearing me? And the same God who blessed you yesterday is on the throne right now. And what he wants me to tell you today is uh, that you don't have to hold on and hang on and shout about what I already did because I'm on the throne right now. Are y'all hearing me? You don't have to spend all your time testifying to grandmama's old testimony. You don't have to spend all your time talking about how God brought your grandpa. God wants you to know that I'm still on the throne. He wants you to know that I'm still in the blessing business right now. So right now, brothers and sisters, as we look at where the Israelites are right now, 
when we look at the fact that they have found themselves in captivity, when we look at the fact that now they are paying a debt for their sins, but now God is about to show them a brand new day. Are y'all hearing me? They're coming to a point now where God is saying, good morning. Y'all ain't hearing me. You've been in captivity long enough. You've been in the night long enough. Good morning. Yeah, I'm about to turn it all around. Yeah, I wonder if I got one witness in the house. Yeah, that I serve a God who is able. He's able to turn it all around. Yeah, I wonder if there's any testimonies in the house. Yeah, somebody thought uh, that you were all washed up. Yeah, somebody thought that you'd never see the day uh, the, the daylight again. Yeah, somebody thought uh, that you had sunk and would never come back up yeah. but I wonder if I got a witness in the house yeah, that some way and somehow yeah, God stepped into that situation yeah, and he turned it all around I'm trying to help somebody yeah. see somebody right now yeah, you're trying to hold on to your night yeah. you're trying to hold on to that dark place yeah. but God told me to tell you uh, it's all over. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah. You cried long enough. Yeah. You bore better long enough. Yeah. God told me to tell you. Uh, good morning. Yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah. I'm a witness right now. Yeah. I ain't gotta talk about what I'm thinking. I, I'll tell you what I know. Yeah. If I can just hold out. Uh, if I can just keep uh, the faith. Yeah. One of I got a witness here. Yeah. In God. On time, a change will come. Y'all ain't hearing me. I'm trying to help somebody. You drug up in here this morning. Didn't really want to come. Been carrying that burden for a long, long time. But you came here this morning so that I can tell you it's all over. Good morning. I know it was dark here, but good morning. I know it kept you up here, but good morning. Y'all ain't hearing me. I know, I know that it caused you a lot of pain, but good morning. Yes, God told me to tell somebody that the storm, y'all ain't hearing me, the storm is passing over yeah. the storm is passing over yeah. hallelujah yes I'm glad the storm can't stand still yeah. I'm glad the storm are always on the move yeah. and if I can hold on if I can hold out yeah. if I can just wait it out yeah. the storm will pass by Yes, 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 we are tossed and driven on the restless sea of time. Summer skies and howling tempests all succeed the bright sunshine. But in that land, a perfect day when the mist has rolled away, we'll understand. We'll understand. We'll understand it better. Yeah. By 